You're listening to a special episode of A Tiny Revolution brought to you by Beloved Arise. Beloved Arise is the first and only LGBTQ youth group for youth of faith in the entire world. And this Friday, June 4th, they're going to be releasing their first album called Serenade, Songs for the Beloved, Volume 1. To learn more about that, please go to belovedarise.org slash serenade and to listen to an exclusive track early stay tuned after this episode to hear one of those incredible tracks that i swear is going to make you cry uh thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show uh so you two are the um kind of the musical geniuses behind this whole thing you you uh uh First of all, for folks who don't know who the hell you are, who are you? What do you do? What's your thing? We're, uh, so we are Towers. Um, that's our stage name. As a band name, yes. We are also Kyle and Greta Miller. And what we do is we we create things and we, and we make things um, in all kinds of different facets, but mostly music. Um, we've made children. We've made Ooh. records. We've made. Tell me um, more about that one. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> when two people love each other. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a, a little bit about us. Um, and we're passionate about being advocates for the LGBTQ community. So yes. So, like Tower said, gay rights. Let's put out an album. Yes, we're yes, here for it. Exactly. When June Young, yep. who's the executive director of Beloved Arised, approached y'all with this project, what was like the f- initial reaction you had? Oh man, it was funny because I, following Beloved Arise and just loving the content they were putting out, and randomly kind of just sent them like a fangirl message on Instagram and was like, yeah. thank you for what you do basically, <laughs> um, which I don't do often, but I was just like, yeah, thank you for what, what you do. And um, they messaged back and um, we kind of started dialoguing a little bit and getting to know each other. And um, they had, June had said, you know, we have this dream of, of making an album someday and making an mm. album dedicated to queer youth of faith. And I was like, well, we have a recording studio in our backyard. So if that's ever something you're serious about or you know, want to talk casually, about, I would love to talk we, about that. Yeah, we casually have a studio back here. No big deal. <laughs> um, yeah, so it kind of just started there, really. And then since then, we've been able to form a really sweet friendship with June and meet a lot of his other team. And yeah, I can't believe that it's actually it actually happened and it'll release yeah. soon. Yeah, I... Like when June said that this was happening, I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Because this is not like for me, like I've been around like queer faith spaces for a while. So like this wasn't the first time that someone was like, we should make some kind of out queer faith music-y thing. Um, (laughs) Right. But there was just um, this. I mean, this is me as an Enneagram 8 talking, but just like, I hate consensus building. (laughs) I hate yeah, trying. Yeah. It's not that I don't want to include everyone. Is that just like there's more than enough projects in the world for us to just create this thing and then create the next thing with somebody else too. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was just a, it was an incredible thing to finally see a group of humans come together and produce something because this is the first of its kind. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we were so excited about it. I feel like my initial reaction, because I was kind of on the sidelines while Greta was doing all of the the like communication at first um, with June, and it just felt like it, it was such an easy yes. It felt so natural. It wasn't even something I feel like we even really talked much about. It was kind of like, yeah, we're going to do that, and mm-hmm. um, we'll just figure out how to do it later after we've said yes. So <laughs> Yeah, and I think starting with the collaboration aspect of like okay we want these to be all different artists from all different genres and Mm -hmm. all different faith backgrounds and everything and just we want it to be diverse Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I feel like that was such a fun process trying to figure out who should be on this album we ask and you know we asked some people and they couldn't do it and that was okay and but it was just so sweet to see this team come together in such a special way yeah it's featuring some real like actually what i loved is like there are friends of mine on it i'm just like oh my god blake hi oh yes that's awesome it was just so good me and blake go back to like before he came out so like you know way seriously yeah oh my gosh it's funny because before i had even started talking about this project i had seen some of your videos and i thought that the whole reliant gay thing was like (laughs) my fit yes didn't you do like the hashtag i loved it yes me and grace were doing some shit together and i'm sure you've posted like so many other beautiful songs but i was just like this is the best no actually if i'm if i'm being honest no i haven't really posted a lot of many other songs that's it (laughs) well i like it keep it up keep it coming well thank you you know um there is a part of me that dead ass has a dream and i said so back in the day i was a worship leader you know said every queer christian or just queer musician afterwards we all got to start in the church that's nearly (laughs) a universal truth um Mm. but i had i I loved leading worship and I've, i've been figuring out recently like what was it about those songs and those spaces that made them so moving and powerful. And I really do think that it did have something to do with the person who was leading, the person who was singing it. Like, you know, this. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had this like thing click in my mind of just like, if there's something that, you know, speaking of Grace Baldridge, her album that she dropped, uh, you know, what do they say that she game stopped the Christian music industry by like just mm-hmm. like getting TikTok to chart mm-hmm. it? And I'm just like, oh, so this shows us that this is no longer an anomaly. Like, it's been done before. Like, we actually right. can create music that can go mainstream and right. be inclusive and be powerful and be uplifting yeah. and not be exactly. not be exclusive either. Exactly, yeah. No, yeah, I, I couldn't have said it better myself, yeah. I think we need that, and I think... For so long, there's been such a black and white line between this is Christian music and this isn't. And I I think that that's so weird and it needs to be blurred and it needs to be all over the place. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, that's what faith is. It's not black and white. It's not kept in this little box when it's done well, I think. So mm-hmm. I feel like the music around that should be the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What If you don't mind me asking, what was uh, what is y'all's faith background? Where'd you, where do you come from? I, we both come from kind of more evangelical backgrounds, um, like non-denoms. Oh yeah, uh, them non-denoms who we're not evangelical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just we just believe the Bible. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, over the over the years, my my faith has come into a space where um, it's it's a bit titleless. If I were to, Ooh, uh, I like sure that. I, like 
I'm not, I'm not sure if I ascribe to like um, a particular title right now. Um, and, and part of that is because I th- I'm seeing so much of the divine in, in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love reading about Jesus. I love um, reading, but I, I find just as much truth in reading the poetry of Rumi mm-hmm. or Hafiz. Um, some of these more like Sufi poet style. Yeah. Um, truths i think so yeah i i guess i i practice um i practice more of like a a christian faith but i would say if i were to really like nail it down it doesn't really have much of a of a title anymore Mm. um which is why i was really excited about this project is i feel um that i still interact with the divine and have a practice of trying to interact with the divine Mm -hmm. but um and so i felt like this was a cool project, maybe almost a healing project for me um, coming out of that world to be able to um, ascribe some meaning back into that space um, in a way that I really cared about and wanted other people to feel included in. So that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. And I think for me, it's been really cool. I mean, we've been married for nine years now and watching us both just change and and have our own journeys with our spirituality. um, I've been really thankful for the fact that we're both on the same page where like, it's okay if he has his own journey and I have my own journey. Like we don't always have to be on the same page to be loving each other and be investing in our marriage. And um, so I feel like for me, it's been similar in the ever evolving openness of my faith. Um, And that will hopefully always continue. But um, I think for me, I, I don't mind the title of Christian. Um, I think that I would probably be more on the side of like, how do we redeem what that word is? Because Mm. for a lot of people that can be like a really yucky label. And um, I think we've seen that play out a lot recently. And um, you don't say, I I can't think of any, anything like that. I don't know. Like what? Maybe. I don't know. Just (laughs) sometimes, occasionally. Just sometimes. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, so I, I love, you know, that sometimes it's like, man, we just got to scratch that title and start over. Sometimes it's like, how do we redeem mm. that and create a new thing around it and put new can put new language to what that can mean for people? Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I still help out with a, a church community here in Arizona where we're at, and it's an affirming, really open, beautiful community. And I hope that more spaces can continue to happen like that in the world. Mm-hmm. What part of Arizona do you live in? We're in Flagstaff. It's like northern Arizona. We're kind of like two-ish hours away from the Utah border. and Kind of close to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, and very Sedona. deserty. Yeah, high desert. Oh, that's so, what I... That's where I, we're at. I need that right now. In the south, we are entering like... Um, technically, it's like late spring, but it really just feels like winter and wet winter again, all over again. So mm-hmm. not my yeah, favorite. Yeah, where are you right now? Atlanta, Georgia, the best city in the South. Come Ooh. on now. Well, listen we to love it. Atlanta. It's a good time. I also like if you ever come through here, I've got a guest room with a, a real a real bed, real furniture. Be careful. I'm going to yes, be careful because we'll hit you up. No, so, things yeah. about me. Um, you think I'm joking. You, like here's the thing come. i don't say anything i don't mean anymore i stopped lying after my ex and me broke up mm. i love but, that uh you know Good there's yeah there's redemption for all 
So, so I and seriously, a, we have a guest room, and you're always welcome here. Come, come visit us, please. I'm, I'm, I'm going on tour this summer. Um, I'm getting in my car and just driving and creating small events all over the place. So, who knows? Maybe we'll get together in Flagstaff and do something. Hmm. Please do. That would be so much fun. Let's do party. It. Flag is in, flag is incredible. I love event planning. I'm here for it. I'll text <laughs> you later. Party. Okay. <laughs> um, not to, you know, bring it back to, like, the task at hand or, like, the thing we came here to talk about. The recording process, working with these artists, they flew in from all over to your recording studio to make this happen. Um, so what what was the process of working with all these people in and and, and pretty short amount of times when you had them, I assume, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of them were here just, like, three days. Um, so in total, most of this, I would say, uh, like 70 to 80% of this album was actually, um, well, am I, am I actually using the right percentage there? So we had a few people, two people fly out to be with us out of the 10. And then, um, the other ones, we worked remotely with them. Well, nice. no, RJ was here too. RJ was here. So yeah. And then our song. So, so four, four out of the 10. Four were, out of the 10. Were recorded directly here but but some of them were recorded kind of hybrid style in other mm. studios in mm. our studio um I fucking love some technology. of them we i know it's amazing um some of them were like fully produced here where um greta and i had like a lot more of the creative um input but some of them the artists just sent us the song like blake blake is incredible works oh with my god right people. And just sent us the song, and it was done. And mm-hmm. I was like, "This is incredible." Yeah. We put it on the record. So some of them <laughs> were more wonderful. Some of them were more, um, yeah. They just have w- what they have going on, and we trust them. And so that th- those were really fun for us to like get those as little presents, you know, in our inboxes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tim and Tyson just sent their songs complete, ready to mm-hmm. go, mm-hmm. and um, but then someone like Alex Blue, she recorded her vocals and piano in Nashville and then we recorded everything else here we got to add percussion mm. and bass and I got to sing background vocals so it's really sweet co- collaborating can I tell you I was literally walking around my neighborhood walking my dog sobbing listening to that mm. track especially when she broke into the Hebrew <laughs> and I'm talking like oh. crocodile tears in like my workout shorts hair pulled back and sweating <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah it's so beautiful oh I, I think Alex Blue is such a special oh. musician, person, mm-hmm. mom. She, she, to me, she's just so incredible and and kind of underrated. Like I want people to know about her. And she her really, music. So she I'm really is like she, would... she is that girl that people be sleeping on. Like she's been and she's been around oh, yeah. for a while too. Like her career goes yeah, back yeah. to like semi CCM land too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Yeah, it does. It was fun to work with her. We, I, I. That was one of those, yeah, really remote projects, but it was fun to pass ideas back and forth. And mm-hmm. so that's a little bit about it. I love it. So when you're this yeah. album, like we like the subtitle is, uh, you know, Love Songs to Queer Youth of Faith, Volume One. Um, mm-hmm. So t- what, the, what does that even mean? Because I feel like that could mean a zillion different things. I know, and it probably could mean different things depending on who you are, right? Um, at some point when we release art, it's like not up to us anymore what it means. So mm. uh, I guess it's out of our hands. But if I were to like add any sort of influence on what I think it means for me, I think um, this this feels like a message from 
people who believe that LGBTQ people are divine made on purpose mm-hmm. to be that way. And um, that these songs have an element of acknowledging that divinity, but are not exclusive to people who acknowledge that. It's not, mm, you don't have to it's good. ascribe to a faith at all um, in order for these songs to be love messages yes. to you. Um, I think it's just about the humanness and recognizing divinity really is what this this project personally for me was. Mm-hmm. And I think each artist may have a different conviction in that, which I think is powerful. I think we should all have, I'm, I'm glad that we all do. Um, so yeah, when when I think about the, the subtitle, that's what I think about is mm-hmm. this is a record for LGBTQ youth that they may know that they are loved and that's kind of it. Like we just, mm. we want them to know that and we want them to know that we think they're created beautifully. Seemed important to us, but simple enough. So what do you, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah. I don't know. You said that really well. I think there's something so special about getting a love letter and I don't mm. know how many people still do that today. Like write, like intentionally handwrite a love letter to someone and give it to you. But I feel like, I don't know. I just love that visual because I think it seems so personal and so intimate. And that's this feels though, where you're not handwriting love letters. I hope it feels like, wow, like I feel seen. I feel like someone is recognizing my beauty and like just telling me how lovely I am. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why we chose the, the album title serenade Mm because when you serenade someone it's it's like you're just professing your love for them in song you know Mm -hmm. and it's also it is one of the most intimate things that one can both do and one can receive because if, if someone is serenading you like singing to you like you have to be open to receiving that you have and so yeah there's such a vulnerability yeah and i i was i was thinking about the way that so often like you know i feel like god is has been for many people i'll let me just speak for myself growing up in evangelicalism god was always because i was also pentecostal so like we always talked about god as lover you know being the lover of our souls um Mm. and we never but like the thing about it was is like it that was actually devoid of anything within the body you know because like we Mm. well it's just like we bypassed this thing that we have to work with and went straight for this other thing that like this ethereal, you know, something we can't exactly nail down and just said, yeah, lover of our soul. Absolutely. Um, right. Without actually understanding it. And what I loved about just the, like from the moment I turned on the album was feeling that same kind of presence, that same kind of power, that same kind of whatever it was we feel in church mm-hmm. that hit me. And I'm like, Oh, this is what it means to feel the spirit, to be in love, to like have like, you know, spirit be the lover of my soul. This is what God is doing in those moments. Right. And I think a lot of times I grew up like, you know, those old songs feel like they're so like reminding me of so what I've lost. And what these songs mm. are doing are telling me like, oh, like there there's still a path forward. Like you were told that your life ended here, but in fact, your life is just beginning again. I love that. I I love hearing you're the first person outside of all of the um, just inner circle of the people who have been working on this that I've gotten to hear your Mm. opinion. So this is so cool for me. Mm. And I love that 
it's so wide. Like I think that it just can, it's, it's just cool when you put something out there with a simple intention and it's like, there is something that just happens in that freedom um, that unlocks a bunch of stuff. I didn't anticipate it being unlocked. Like what you just said, like that's so cool Mm -hmm. to think about. So thanks for telling me that. That's really awesome. Mm. I mean it like I, uh, you know, the people that I work with, it's like, I know this is like a, a love, like a, an album for queer youth of faith, but like it is going to heal every single youth group kid who got hurt. Oh, my eyes are full of water. They're coming. It's coming. Ah! <laughs> yes. Let it flow. I hope so. I hope so. And we, we have too many friends who have gone through that, you know, too many people mm-hmm. that we love and we've seen that happen to. And, um, and man, maybe even times where mm. we've participated in it unknowingly. Mm. And right. I, you know, I, I think that I, I hope for that healing to happen in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. It can almost be retroactive and, and like, a, although it's for present LGBTQ youth, it can be for anyone who was a youth. That Which is technically anyone that. who's still alive and not a youth. Yeah. <laughs> you used to exactly. be, so you used to be one. Yeah. <laughs> It can be for everyone. <laughs> I mean, and that's like yeah. when I work with my clients um, around inner healing work, around like addressing the sorrows and the pains of our, you know, evangelical upbringing for many of us or from churches or any actually like this is across the board. If you come from any sort of fundamentalist religion that rejected you for your queerness, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. absolutely like that's that part of you is still wounded. That part of you still right. is hurting. And that's the part right. of you that needs healing. And so as I'm walking mm-hmm. around the neighborhood, hearing a song that says, I'm learning to love myself, it was yeah. like, if I had this at shit, 13, 14, mm-hmm. I can't imagine what my life, how different my life would be. I can't imagine, like, right. I could, like, I can't imagine what it would be like to have bypassed all those years of depression. To know that yep. there was somebody in my corner. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why it's... Oh, shit, dude. That's why this album is so <laughs> powerful for me. It's because that child self that was wounded, that high school self that was hiding... Mm-hmm. You know, he's still, like, he's almost just like... Ooh. I didn't know that there was a part of me that was still hiding, you know? That there was a part of me that was mm. still hurting still scared and we don't know we have those parts until we run up against them and so it's just it's such a gift Mm -hmm. this album is going to be such a gift to so many people because and you know like and i know it's for queer youth and whatnot but god it's it's if it's good for the kids it's good for all of us baby you know what i'm saying shit yeah no yeah you're absolutely right and I think I've even, you know, going back to like the original conversation of the subtitle, like if I had a fear around the subtitle, it would be that it would initially not communicate. I feel like what we're talking about now, which is that that super deep essence that it is for LGBTQ youth, mm-hmm. it ripples to all of us. Like, yes we're all one we're like we're humanity together and when when we're suff- when one person is suffering we're Hello. all suffering and i think i think even mm-hmm. the people who don't realize who are like the perpetrators like the ones <sighs> that the 
um, the antagonists, um, the people who have hurt you, they're they're suffering in a mm-hmm. way um, because they're le- becoming less human. I think yes. in in um, oppressing mm-hmm. marginalized people, and so yeah, I I I think it's like this record is for humans. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should have been our subtitle. <laughs> Uh, uh, an album for humans an album for humans yeah all humans (laughs) yeah no that that is just that's it like and i mean also that's what's that's what's really good about good art is that you know you can have Mm -hmm. like a particular audience but like good art is going to transcend that um which i think is what Mm -hmm. like good spirituality does right that's what good uh good theology does is it really does if it's good theology if it's true it's true everywhere you know god is yeah. love is true in christianity in islam is in, in judaism and every faith you know any faith system that's worth its weight in something is centered yes. is truly centered around like if you strip it all back was the one thing you know yeah. jews say the lord is god the lord is one muslims say you know right. Uh, there's only one, there's Allah is the only God and Muhammad is his prophet. You know, Christianity mm-hmm. says, you know, I believe that Jesus is the Christ. Buddha said, right. you know, the Buddha says, you know, let go of everything so yeah. that you can have everything. Right. There's so many common denominators, right? Across all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I think that, that that's an important conversation to me. Because I do feel like part of you know my upbringing was fear of the other, fear oh, of oh yeah, any other um, religion was going to try to convert learning. me. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and there, um, but there's something that we're missing within all of it, and something that um ha- that could be learned, you know. So, I I think my only apprehension in actually starting this project um, was that was I was like, well, this is kind of where I'm at you know, spiritually. And is that okay if I bring that into this project? Because I can't, I can't personally bring into this project, the title Christianity, although I have come to like, love the parts of Christianity that I love. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I think being able to express all of that was really important. And if I had to do anything over again with volume two, I feel like I would go deeper into that world mm. of representation mm-hmm. that I feel like we, we tried, we cast the net really wide um, to get people who kind of believed all kinds of different things. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like if there was one shortcoming, I would, I, it would be that I hope people know that about this particular mm-hmm. project is that it is, it is a project for people who believe in whatever that is, you know? Yeah. A project for people who believe. Yeah. Am I speaking on a turn? I don't oh, know. Yeah, it's I'm just beautiful. Going, I love that. I mean I'm gonna prob- listen to this later and be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm gonna send it I'm gonna send everything to them ahead of time. So anything that's pure heresy <laughs> okay, they will edit out for sure. Okay. <laughs> I love Gene Young so oh, what he what a friend. Truly like my heart and soul. We've yeah. never actually met in real life, but we talk on the phone like yeah. four times a week. Seriously, all the time. I call him up when I'm bored. I call him up when I'm happy. I call him up when I'm sad. He's just one of my good Judies now. And I and I think it's really because like when he like 
asked, like, he, like, introduced me to his crew, like, you know, wanted me to collaborate on some stuff. But, like, it's because, like, Beloved Arise is a good project. It's because Beloved mm-hmm. Arise is creating these spaces for queer youth of faith to flourish for the first time. Because, like, I've, mm-hmm. I've been there, I've preached with these, I've, you know, done sermons and, like, retreats with them. They're... Most of them, like a good chunk of them, don't have an affirming space, like within a hundred miles of them. Right. Some people are in different, like remote parts of Europe and Africa, and they are finally getting a space to just right. be a queer kid of faith. Like, oh, it's so important. And like, yeah. if I had that, if that existed when I was a kid, like, I was somebody who was incredibly depressed. You know, I was somebody who self harmed. I was somebody who like almost wasn't here mm. and so like the the work that beloved arise does and i think that's what all of us are united around it's just like we have to protect our kids we have like because like right now there's a whole narrative out there that says that they do not belong in this world mm. I, we, we got invited to just you know share a couple songs for their um, little get together that they do on on Monday nights, mm-hmm. and it it I like was holding back tears every time. Every time afterwards. I'm there, it's because when I see everyone joining and I see like their pronouns up and their, mm-hmm. it's like yeah, <laughs> like people you know we're we're all zoomed out you know from mm-hmm. from this last year, but I just that image was so poetic so beautiful and the work that they do is so important we need to we need to keep i i think in my opinion um propping that work up and Mm -hmm. and supporting it so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah oh man great humans seriously i and even with this project getting to meet the people we got to meet and bring some friends out to our studio we got to hang out with mel who is Mm. a part of the queer youth community Mm -hmm. and um yeah she submitted a song for the song competition and And it's so good yeah oh my gosh she killed it and so that was so fun just getting to really hear her story and um hear why she wrote the song and why it matters to her and what she wants to communicate through that um and how spaces like Beloved Arise can be so healing and so important right now. And then we also got to hang out with Ella. And Ella is actually one of the leaders for Beloved Arise. She gets to have her small group girls and hang out and do all the things and all of, with all of her beautiful people in that organization. And um, yeah, I just loved getting to dive deeper into really seeing what these leaders are doing and how they're making an impact. Mm-hmm. They really are. It's amazing. And so if that was a little bit gibberish to y'all like listening or watching this later, Beloved Arise has a youth group called Rebel. It meets Monday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can go to BelovedArise.com to get plugged in. No, BelovedArise.org? BelovedArise.org. Uh, yeah. It's an org. Dot org. <laughs> and also follow them at Beloved underscore Arise on all social media. Um, before we wrap up, before we head on out, would you please tell humans on the internet where they can connect with you, your work, and all that good stuff? Um, so you can connect to our work via our, any of the, like, major platforms. So, um, yeah, like, uh, 
Towers Music. It's spelled T-O-W apostrophe R-S. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to our website. You can follow us on Instagram at Towers Music. Um, again, no E. No E, because yeah. vowels are out. It's 2021. We didn't have enough money to vowels buy it because out. they didn't send us another stimulus check, and so we couldn't afford it. Right. <laughs> Just got to mix it up. We got to, yeah. Yeah, we got to be frugal in 2021. With our vowels. <laughs> Can't afford those vowels. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, yeah, those are the places you can you can check out what's going on. We're we're pretty we're pretty active on all of them. So, um, and then this record's coming out June fourth, and you can go and pre-save it um, at Beloved Arises website. So please oh, go yeah. and do that. Yep. And all those links um, to pre-save the album Serenade is going to be in the links in the description. Please go save it on Spotify. Please go save it on Apple Music. Um, whether you're watching this over on YouTube or listening to this later on A Tiny Revolution. Um, thank you for tuning in. My name is Kevin Garcia. This was Towers. And we'll see you next time. Uh, Till next time, everyone. Please take your meds. Call your person. Uh, shake your ass a little bit. Eat something delicious. Move your body in a way that feels good. And, um, you know, do do something this weekend that you wouldn't normally do for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, go on a hike. Be out in nature. Make yourself a meal that you really enjoy. What's your advice for the weekend, y'all? Oh, man. Um, a fun thing we normally don't do. We were just looking into a thing called salt floating. That You could look up that later if you want to go have a nice yeah. meditative salt Everyone float. Everyone goes salt float. <laughs> I love a float tank. I'm that girl. Why not? I haven't tried it yet, but I'm ready. I'm, re- I'm here. Um, check that out. Awesome. Looks fabulous and dry